Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. How to make a personal connection. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champion Networking and author of Endless Streamer Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about growing and scaling your business. Hanging out with me as always is Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, we are going to dive into how do you make a personal connection so it lasts a lifetime? So this is something I always struggled with at, uh, when I was uh, getting into sales and the whole business thing. I I always just wanted to jump right down the business and, and go to town and, and uh, get done what we needed to get done. And, and that wasn't overly effective. You know, and it took me a while. I had to learn that people buy from other people that they like. Uh, so I really had to figure out how I how I made those personal connections. And I didn't like the things that they taught you in the sales training. You know, you read Zig Ziglar or any of those. It's always like, oh, you know, find a picture on a wall or, you know, find, you know, they have a trophy and ask them about the trophy. And I always thought that sounded so just horseshit. So I always had to figure out other ways to to make those personal connections so that I could have that semblance of chit chat before we jumped into stuff. Yeah, I just don't like people. I mean, it's really that simple. I mean, uh, um, I've had to learn to do things like small talk, chit chat. Um, I don't always understand it. And it's not that I don't understand it. I don't understand the need for it. And, you know, there's there's not a lot of reason for people to know my background, my story, in particularly my 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 personal stuff, right? I don't mind sharing a business shit all day long, but you know, I I, I like trying to keep some of my personal life personal because I live pretty out loud. I mean, there's a, not a lot of shit that I haven't shared about my journey. But when it comes to sitting across from somebody, it's actually a learned behavior for me to actively connect with somebody and and be genuinely interested in the overall conversation 
Because at the end of the day, I really don't care about what people had for breakfast or what vacation they went on. Um, I want to get to a business-like conversation as fast as freaking possible. So, um, and although I don't like people, I've gotten pretty good at learning how to connect with them in a genuine way because I don't believe in that fake it till you make it bullshit. Um, I believe you do the thing and then you become it. So, so I think for a lot of people, this is going to be a fascinating insight into a high C and a high D and how we struggle with connecting with people and then how we've learned to flip the script and dive into people a little bit more. So, so, but Kevin, I'm fascinated with you because out of all the disc profiles, the high C's are the worst at this. Um, they do not, um, where I say I don't like people, high C's really don't give a shit. Um, it's not that they dislike people. They just don't care worse than a high D or the stories, the details, and you're not going to get the personal shit out of them. You know, so, so how have you taught yourself to connect over the years and how has that impacted your sales and business life? So I, when I was doing the corporate sales thing for Nextel and, and fortunately a lot of my clients were the blue collar guys. So it was, it was easy for me to find topics that were interested, uh, interesting to me that we could talk about like hunting or, you know, stuff like that where we could have the, a real conversation for a bit. And I'd actually be interested because, you know, we'd be able to have those conversations and talk about, you know, the hunting trip or planning or just went on, you know, all that type of stuff. And I'd generally be interested because it was something I like to do. It's for me, the and I, and I don't know if this is a C thing or just people in general, but for for me, if people were started telling about stuff that they're passionate about. Uh, that I didn't really care about. I'm like, I would smile. I'd learn to smile and nod and listen to the story. But I'd be like, all right, can I have stuff to do? Can we get on to the next part of the conversation? Um, but if stuff that I'm interested in, you know, we I'll, I'll nerd out with the person for it and we'll have a really great conversation to the point of like, oh, crap, we need to talk about these things yet. Uh, so I, I think I have the two extremes for how I interact with people in that that small talk personal connection area. Right. I don't know if I've done really well at trying to find a happy middle ground. It de- for you, it depends on the conversation. <laughs> sometimes you do it really well. Sometimes well, you, 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 I don't want to say fumble with it, but you can tell it's taking you a lot more effort. And I think part of it for me, and again, I'm not going to talk for all high C's, but if I get to the point where I've decided, all right, you're a total cluster and I really don't want to waste time on you, then that that chit chat part becomes really forced for me. I'm like, let's just do the stuff we need to do so I can get done with talking to you and move on to the next thing. <laughs> so, you know, that is a big one for me that, and you've called me on it a couple times uh, with different people that I need to uh, moderate the vibes that I'm giving off <laughs> with well, certain people. Kevin will never be our customer service team. Um, talk about no patience. That's <laughs> motherfucker. Somebody calls in with something and you can hear it in his voice, the animosity and how much he wants to punch them in the face. Um, so, so we don't let Kevin answer the phones. Um, 
not that we have phones, but um, you know, for for me, I always learn to pivot the conversation to what I want to talk about. And then I've gotten really good at it because um, even though I tend to talk over people quite often, I listen just enough to be able to get the ammunition I need for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my favorite trick of all time is, you know, tell me your story. And people often think that I'm fascinated with people's stories. And the truth of the matter is I'm just getting ammunition for the conversation. You know, so I know how to tell my story moving forward. And the with all that said, I am generally curious about people. Um, And I like to know the business journey and how they got there. And by understanding their business journey, I can uncover a shit ton about an individual. Um, A lot of surrounded around the idea, do I want to work with them? Do I actually want to spend time and best time with them? And that's made a lot easier for me to proactively connect with people because now if you're generally interested, generally curious, then you get to ask a shit ton of questions to try and uncover the good stuff about their life. Where I really stumble is the high C's and the high I's because the high C's just bore the shit out of me. I'm like, okay, come on, come on. You can talk. It's going to work. Come on to me. And then the high eyes just don't shut the fuck up, right? They're rambling on fucking like Roger Rabbit and fucking Tasmanian Devil did an eight ball and had a baby together, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't do the high eyes either. Yeah. They swear me out. Um, I can do the S's, which has always been surprising to me. I can do the sweet, nice, genuine, you know, bless your heart type conversations. Um, and... I think it's just because it doesn't grate on my soul the way they talk to me. So um, just most people, because they lack any sort of real communication ability, myself included from time to time, fucking, I just steamroll room. Um, I think my, my worst communication skill that some people really love and some people fucking hate is my no filter. If I think it is coming right the fuck out of my mouth and I don't care where I'm at and it's gotten me in trouble over the years, but you know, I'm really life's too short to listen to stupid shit and watch people make fools of themselves. So see now we've been hanging out doing this whole business thing for over three years now. And I think you've gotten pretty good at getting me to open up and communicate. I think you've learned how in, or at least you absolutely what my buttons are in a in a business setting where there's a business conversation yes um absolutely you you will play the role um in that where it gets wonky sometimes for you is when people want to sit down and just chit chat and talk oh that's yeah totally um you know um for me, I can at least chit chat for a little while, but I think where I'm a little bit better than you is, is I can spin the conversation. You'll get lost in the fucking chit chat side of things, not knowing which direction to take it, uh, unless it's on a sales call. But on a sales call, you can always flip the script. It's just when it comes to the more personal conversations, you know, um, and 
you know, I think for most people, their ability to connect with people is personality and situationally based. You know, you put somebody on their home turf, like use my wife, you know, she is not the most outgoing out person in the world. And not that she'd like doing it, but you put her at a trade show, work in a booth, and she's going to look like an extreme extrovert. But it's because it's her job, right, to go out and talk to people. And you tell a person like her that this is your job, and she's going to be the best one in the game. Now, she's going to go sleep for two days afterwards, but, you know, um, she, I mean, over the years, whether it was nonprofit events or anything, if I said, babe, I need your help, freaking, you know, take this clipboard and get some answers, her ass will be right in the middle of the crowd doing all the things because that's her role at the moment. That's her job. You know, so I think that connection is a skill set. And I think it's learned for almost everybody. So if a person struggles with making that connection, whether it be at a networking event or in a sales call, what are some of the techniques that they can use to try and learn that skill or improve on what they have? Uh, being genuinely curious is probably the best thing, but questions will save your ass every freaking time. Um, I've seen some of the most introverted high C's. Like I, once upon a time, I, I met a gentleman at a networking event that was way out of his comfort zone networking, and you know he ended up becoming a client and what I was able to teach him how to pull off the wall was simply by asking questions. And what we had to do with him is literally give him a handful of questions that he would have to ask at every event. And it was questions like, who are you looking to meet? You know, what brought you to this event? You know, um, how long have you lived in town? You know, it was, it was, micro type questions that forced him to least come across that he was interested in the other individual. So, so curiosity and questions are the two biggest. Um, I, I'll, I will throw in there other things like matching pace. Um, if they speak slow, slow down. If they speak faster, speak up. Uh, watching high C's do that is fucking hilarious because high C's that this, that, that whole thought process doesn't typically make sense to them. So when you say when somebody slows down, you slow down when they speed up, watching them try to do that is the funniest shit sometimes because what they'll try and do is if somebody will speak slow and they're like, Hey, I'm Bob. The high C will go, Hey, I'm Bob. I'm like, no, that's not what we're talking about here. You know, uh, they totally, totally will, will, overanalyze how to do it. Um, but, you know, then I, I think the other quick one is, you know, try and use their words. And I've said on another podcast how not using their, their vernacular vocabulary will get you in a lot of trouble. What else do you do? Uh, you know, for me, it's the question thing because that fits best with the high C personality is just questioning and asking questions. I, I think the one caveat to that is you need 
you can't just pepper them with questions. You know, it's don't just, you know, interrogations are not how you build connection. You know, make them, they have to be really thoughtful questions. So if you, you start off with that, you know, hey, so what's the one thing that you want to get out of this event this week? Or, you know, what's who's the one person you want to meet? You know, think of what your follow-up question is to get information from that. You know, just don't keep diving in and asking all the really detailed stuff. You know, this a lot of times this is your first meeting with someone. So you you need to start at that higher level where they're comfortable. If you get too intimate too quickly, it's they're going to be like, whoa, back up. You know, you haven't even bought me a drink yet. Let's, let's <laughs> slow down. Well, you know, I'm going to put a little caveat on because you can get intimate really quickly, but you have to lead the charge. So I have a particular way of telling my story. Um, and that's why I always get people to tell me theirs first. Because if they say their story first, now I get a chance to position myself. And I've learned to tell my story in a way that looks like I'm extremely vulnerable. And their truth, I am because I'm telling some shitty parts of my life. You know, you know, Elizabeth having to bail me out financially because I couldn't build a fucking business and, you know, different things that I may share in different moments of, of a sales call. But it's done in a matter to let them realize, hey, this is going to be a lot deeper conversation than you're planned for. And I also want them to know that I, that I've fucked it up worse than they have, so I get it. And that helps out tremendously as far as connecting with people. So. Well, and it's, I think part of that is it puts them at ease. Yeah. And I think, especially with what we do, people just generally assume that we have all the answers uh, and that we had all the answers all along. And now we're gracing them with our uh, ability to tell it to them. But really, you know, we screwed up and being able to hear that the person that is now across the table from you has experienced what you're going through or what, you know, what you're afraid of and they've already gone through it is a way to get people to do that big giant um, exhale and, and just like, oh, all right, relax. And this, this is okay now. And I, I think that's really key. And, and that's part of building that personal connection as well is getting them just to be like, oh, we can have a real conversation. For sure. And I think that for a lot of people, uh, I think two things play. One, they still think sales is a dirty thing. Two, <clears throat> they haven't learned to actually have a conversation with a another adult that gets somewhere and gets the conversation going. So um, a couple of tricks you can do in person. <clears throat> if you're on a sales call, you can legitimately just ask, how do you want to proceed? What do you want to do? Um, how do you see this, this call going and what do you want the outcome to be? And what you're going to find is that oftentimes if you ask, they'll tell you exactly what you want to do. And you know, you get a high D like me (coughs) and they're like, cool, let's get to business. What do you got? Walk me through it. If you get a high I, they're going to probably want to know more detailed, more backgrounds, those type of things. You get a high C, um, they may actually, I've seen high C's from time to time, actually try and say, oh, well, let's tell me about you. (laughs) And then it quickly goes right back to business. 
because once they realize I don't give a shit. Um, and then, uh, you know, your your S's are going to want to try and focus more and spend more time on you. But, you know, it's it's the ability to understand how do you proceed with the conversation and letting them give you kind of a roadmap of how to move forward. But we've done a lot about in-person connections. What about online? How do you create a personal connection online? So the, the, the there's different, so many different places online that you can make connections. I, I'm like, oh God, which one do we go through first? So my my brain actually naturally goes to groups and Facebook groups and the interactions there because that's no, mostly where I, I have a lot of conversations. And I think it's really important, you know, the questioning carries over into that media as well. You know, when someone posts a comment or posts a question in a group, ask questions back, ask them to clarify and get and now you get into that conversation where you're actually able to start sharing things. What I see a lot of times is someone will ask a question. I'll read. I'm like, that is really vague. I'm not exactly sure what they're asking. And people just start throwing out ideas. Oh, do this and do that. And, and people just telling and not actually communicating. So, you know, it's someone posts something, take a little time and think about, all right, so what are they actually asking? Is it clear? And, then, and figure out what you can ask back. And because when I do that, then I get then I get answers and they engage in that conversation. Now, my thread within that post is the one that's getting all the activity. Because now other people chime in and when they ask something, someone else will ask a follow-up question. And now, now I've become the thread in a thread. So, and they always, the people remember that. You know, I did a podcast uh, appearance the other week where it was someone who recognized my name from a group we're in together on Facebook. He's like, I thought that was you and I had to ask when, when you got booked. And I'm like, yep, that's me. So it's having those conversations and trying to be authentic Online is just as important as in person. You know, online, stay away from the pitching. You know, don't sell. Whatever you do, don't ever get in that conversation online. Always keep it, uh, you know, sharing ideas and sh having an open discussion where you're helping that other person. Yeah, I agree with that. My favorite hack right now is to use the search box, and I'll talk specifically about LinkedIn, and type in different topics and find people who have posted content. And I do like finding people who have posted content that has no interaction likes or comments on there and dropping a comment on there. And what I've found is oftentimes I get people that reach back out to me that are like, hey, thanks for the comment, or they'll send me a connection request, or I'll send them a connection request and say, hey, that was a really good article. Um, and it's a cool way to connect by just mentioning what they're you know, doing and putting themselves out there. But you can't do this on crappy content. Like you can't find a piece of content that you really don't like and be like, hey, great stuff, man. Really thought process went into this. And, you know, but I sometimes get more engagement and more people connecting with me by commenting on other people's stuff. If I can put a deep, thoughtful, you know, response to whatever they do. Um, my difficulty sometimes is not trying to be smarter than the guy or gal who put the post originally. Uh, I want to put a thoughtful co you know, comment, but I don't want to 
look like I'm saying, Hey, look how smart I am, you know, as part of the process. I, and I, I like that. And I had never thought about just searching for content that was empty and, and making posts on it. I'm going to have to go play with that now, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. The posting on other people's content is the, some of the best way to get engagement, especially with new people mm-hmm. that haven't seen your stuff. Uh, because they they're not following you. You know, most of the people that follow us read our stuff like, oh, cool, awesome, you know, and then they move on with their day and read other stuff. But when you do it on someplace new, I think it's really important that thoughtful comment is key. But then you know, being able to follow that up with a, some sort of question, so you keep the conversation going, and it isn't just, well, here's what I my thought is, and and this is it. Um, I actually got like blocked the other day because I was like, you you know, we're supposed to be having a conversation. <laughs> And I actually called the guy out about, you know, what, all these people are making comments and I'm raising really good questions and you aren't, you know, you're, you know, you're not answering and engaging with any of them. And then I got blocked. So, <laughs> but I, I think that's really key because that's, you know, people, especially when you're stuck at home, like everyone's been for the last couple of years, that was how people got engagement. That was how they interacted with people was through social media. So I, I think you really need to be thoughtful about how you do it so that it has that same qualities as if you were meeting with someone and having that same discussion face to face. Yep. And I think that, you know, people need to realize that even if you met online, you can take that shit offline and have that conversation. I was talking to one of our clients um, last week and she's like, I'm doing reach outs, I'm doing reach outs, I'm doing reach outs, I'm doing reach outs, but I'm not getting a whole lot of traction. I'm like, well, cool. Click on that profile. See if they got an email address. See if they got a phone number. If they got a phone number, pick up the phone and start calling them. You know, <clears throat> sometimes it's going old school. Basic sales will help you get into the right conversations and be able to get those conversations actually moving forward. So I think kind of the basis, guys, for this one is, you know, get curious about people, understand how they want to be talked to, let them guide the story and conversation, how you want they want to go and ask a shit ton of questions, really dive into their world. So action step this week is come up with a bunch of questions that you can answer, ask, ask, geez, on every damn call. So you can do it over and over again to get really comfortable with it. So as always, if you got any tips, tricks of value, anything out of this show, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a five-star review and tell one person about the show. It means everything for us. Love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions 
so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.